Day 14 of the Red Letter Challenge, Forgiving. Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone. John 8, 7. To display the shocking nature of grace, we are going to look at a story in John 8. You'll need to read the Bible story now to better understand the context of our devotion today. John 7, verse 53 through 8, verse 11a. Then they all went home, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn he appeared again in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. In the law Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to, one at a time, go away. The older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. The Pharisees had spent months hatching the perfect plan to trap Jesus. This was the moment they were waiting for. Jesus, they said, the law tells us this woman has to be punished. What do you say? This is a tough question. They've caught him in a contradiction in front of his disciples. If he answers, yes, stone her, that seems to go against everything he's been teaching. But if he says, no, don't stone her, he would seem to be relaxing his morals. It's a tough question, but God can handle tough questions. These cunning hypocrites were overmatched. Before Jesus answers, he bends down and doodles in the dirt with his finger. So they kept on questioning him. And finally, Jesus responds to their inquiry. Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Silence comes on the crowd. Somehow Jesus sneaked his way out of this situation. He goes back to doodling again on the ground and all the people start leaving. Scholars have debated what Jesus wrote on the ground. Some think that Jesus was writing down a Bible verse. I'm sure he knows quite a few of them, right? Others think he was writing down some of the commandments. Others suggest he started writing down the names of the people who were standing in that circle holding stones and then listing their sins. It says the older ones left first. Why? Because they had the longest list, right? In a sense, Jesus is saying, you want to talk about dirt? Let's talk about dirt. I know some stuff about you. The reality is there is only one person left who is without sin, and that's Jesus. What's he going to do? Some people have the impression God is out to get us or he's angry with us. Christians have even been known to advance this way of thinking. In fact, if I were to look at all the Christian billboards and signs, I'd think God hated someone like me. I wouldn't want to come to church or approach him because he'd punish a person like me. I wouldn't want to come to church or the roof might cave in on me after all that I've done wrong. But that's not who our God is. In fact, John 3.17 tells us Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Jesus could have picked up a rock and thrown it at this woman. 
he would have been justified according to the law. But in this story, Jesus' eyes are not focused on finding a rock. Instead, his eyes are filled with mercy and love for this woman. Jesus didn't begin by accusing her, and he's not to start by accusing you. The devil will try to accuse you. He will throw his rocks at you and remind you of what you have said and done and left undone. The problem is that many of us spend much more time listening to the accusations of the enemy than the truth of the gospel. The only one who had a rock to throw didn't even pick one up. Instead, Jesus got down in the dirt for her, and he got down in the dirt for you. He forgave my sins. He's wiped my past clean. He's clothed me in his righteousness. By his stripes I am healed. God isn't afraid of your past. He's not afraid of where you've been and who you've hung out with. God loves you for who you are. He'll take you as you are. Some of us think we are too dirty for God. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he died for all the sins of every man and woman who has ever lived, is living, and will ever live. You have been forgiven. And as forgiven people, we are to emulate Jesus. If Jesus dropped his rock for us, we need to drop our rocks as well. We are here to help others and not to condemn them. Drop your rocks for others and for yourself. Can you forgive others? What about forgiving yourself? Are you still holding on to things you've done? If you think your sin is too great for him to forgive, you are actually stripping away the power of the cross. Jesus came to seek and save those who are lost, and that includes all of us. This is the day to drop our rocks. Most of us have certain sins that really bother us. Which sins do you elevate above the rest? Write those sins on the rocks on the page and pray that you are able to see all people, no matter what their sins might be, as candidates for the grace of Jesus Christ. There might be some rocks that you're holding on to for yourself. Drop those rocks and let Jesus forgive.